Hello and welcome to or welcome back to my channel. So today I'm going to tell you the story of how I manifested my dream apartment. This video is by far my most viewed TikTok. We'll have a TikTok video about this story in a very short form and in honor of it, it is so close to hitting 100k views. So in honor of when it reaches that, I want to release this video and make the full story on how I manifested this apartment. For reference, these are some of the pictures I had on my vision board in comparison to what it looks like in real life. So I would say that the manifestation process for this apartment was definitely a success. Um, so yeah, without further ado, let's get into the story. All right, so a little bit of a backstory on how this all came about. I had always wanted to live downtown Toronto. Ever, or not always, but I guess since I, I would say probably my first year of college. Now I grew up in a pretty small town, about two, two and a half hours outside of Toronto. And then I went to college in, if you're familiar with the area, in Barrie. So Barrie's kind of between Toronto and between my hometown. It's kind of an hour to each, if that makes sense, kind of halfway in the middle. So I had been living in Barrie for about a year in college and I had a friend, I actually had a few friends that lived down here. And after visiting, I think even the first time I was like, wow, like, I, I don't know, I had never been exposed to, I don't wanna say never, like I definitely had been to Toronto before, but I had never actually like taking, taken it in as a place to live. And I guess just spending more time there, I had started to realize, wow, I really like the vibe here. I really like the atmosphere of just a bigger city compared to where I had grown up and also where I was in college. It wasn't back then like this burning desire for me to move here. And I also knew that it would make no sense for me to move because I had two or like three more years of college to do. So it just wouldn't make any sense. It's never something I, actually considered i would say until like my final year of college but the idea was planted in my head i just really liked coming here to visit and come shopping or whatever it was i just really liked to spend time down here the end of my college came and i had a job back in barrie and i could not afford to move like on that salary here looking at the prices of apartments they were i want to say about like double what i was paying and even then what i was paying back then in my other apartment like the budget was kind of stretched out like i was kind of at my max so it felt almost like impossible back then you know unless i would get another job that would make a lot more money and also i was working in barry so it also would not have made any sense to do the commute backwards if that makes sense but the idea was in my head i really wanted to do it and i don't no, I guess back then I just thought we'll see how things go I felt like I still had a lot of time like I, I think I knew I wanted to move here while I was still in my 20s but again after being out of college I think I was only like 21 22 so I, I felt like I still had quite a bit of time to to do that enough time frame that I wanted to do it. so a few years went by I was working that job in Barrie and I just remember back then like I would tell this to a few people that I wanted to move here that I thought it would be fun to move here and got a lot of the same responses saying a it's really expensive down there how would you afford it basically a lot in terms of 
financials and how that wouldn't work out for me. I also got the comment that back then, um, people saying, oh, you're making really good money for your age. And I remember thinking like, I can't even move to the place I want to in like a small apartment. Like how am I making good money for my age? Which I understand the concept that they were talking about. It's just that was in their perspective, in their eyes. So many people live here. How is it unattainable, you know? I think it just also goes to show like, the programming that we get exposed to just in our society based on where it is that we live, the people we surround ourselves with. It's very easy to take that in without questioning it. And I have to say, something that just with being in my self-development journey something that I got into and actually my next I think it's gonna be my next video I want to talk about my spiritual awakening journey luckily that happened to me at a relative well everything's subjective but relatively young age ish I was in college when I realized that just like there is more to life and like so much of our mindset and our results in life comes down to our mindset and that taking care of our mindset is so 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 important so luckily i was in that headspace when people were feeding me these um, things like oh this is going to be really difficult for you to do or it's going to be impossible for you to do or you should be grateful for with what you have now etc basically discouraging me from even trying to reach my goal and make the move. But anyway, so a few years went by and a couple things started happening. And during that time, I was always looking at apartments online. I loved doing that. And I knew that despite what other people were saying, I knew it was possible. Like in my head, I'm like, so many people live here. Like, how is it? not possible and again luckily i was feeding my mind with a lot of just like entrepreneurial um, and motivating content i would listen to a lot of podcasts i was very much into entrepreneurship as well like i was starting various different businesses or trying to at least on the side so i was very much immersed in that world and was exposed to a lot of people that were very successful so in my head it wasn't something that seemed impossible it was just more of a how is it going to happen and at that time it just wasn't feasible for me. So yeah, fast forward to a few years after that, I actually ended up changing jobs and working fully remote. This was about, now luckily with one of the good things I guess that has happened with the pandemic is that, you know, if you do want to work from home, it's relatively not that uncommon. A lot of businesses have changed to working from home, but back then it wasn't really that common. I would say this was maybe like two years before the pandemic, but with the type of content that I was immersed with in terms of entrepreneurship, a lot of it was online. I was making connections with a lot of people that were like in different countries and that were not, like I wasn't able to speak face to face with them because they weren't right here with me. They were in other countries in the world. And with that came about the opportunity to work from home with a company. They're not in Canada, so obviously it didn't make sense for me to go into an office. So yeah, work I started working for them remotely. Now I was making roughly the same salary that I was at my previous job. So it was a step in the right direction in terms of it felt more aligned with what I enjoyed doing back then, what I was really into, and that I could work from home. That was a huge goal of mine, was being able to work from home and and just that in and of itself, I felt super happy about. And I knew that I could just like literally pick up my laptop and move wherever I wanted to. But again, the cost was still an issue. Like I said, I was paying about half of what I'm paying now. And that was like a stretch on the budget. <laughs> and throughout that time, one thing I do remember doing is writing down what I would love in an apartment. I've always been, or not always since like I was young, but like always as in since maybe like 
when I was 18-ish, always been into manifestation. I just find it so fascinating that our mind can create physical results into our life. And so I, I wrote down a list of the things that I would want in my dream apartment. If I can find it, I will put it on the screen. And a lot of these things I was able to get with this apartment. But back then, again, I just didn't know how it was gonna happen, but I decided to just like make a list of what I wanted and then not too long after create the vision board with some pictures on it of what I really liked. So I think I'm gonna list things off. So we'll write that as number one. That was the first thing I did was make a list of what I wanted. The second thing is that apartment that I lived in, the one that I was in right before moving here, I loved that apartment so much. You know, if it wasn't for wanting to move in a different city, I probably would have stayed in that apartment for quite some time. I really loved it. Even till this day, I miss it sometimes. You know, of course I, I can't compare them because it's like comparing apples to oranges. They're in completely different cities. But, um, you know, if I was to move back to Barrie, I would love to have an apartment like that one. I really, really loved it. And so that's my second point is appreciating and being grateful for what it is that you have. There's a saying that goes, what you appreciate appreciates. And I really do believe in that. You know, for the past however X amount of years, I just had this goal in mind to move here. And when it actually happened, of course I was so excited, but I'm not gonna lie, I was actually sad leaving that apartment behind because I loved it so much. And it doesn't have to be your living situation. As just an example, as for me, that I do really believe that is something that really helped me is really just appreciating what I had, but it could be appreciating anything else in your life. When you're in that gratitude state, it attracts more things for you to be grateful for. I do believe anyways. I've heard about it. I've seen it happen in my life. The third thing I did was work on my money mindset. And this kind of blends in with all of the entrepreneurial content I was surrounded with, creating a business online, and a lot of mindset content came along with that as well. You know, you kind of get bombarded with the um, how to build a business online, but also um, like the mindset that goes along with it. So luckily I was getting immersed into that again from an early stage, but I really focused on that. And it's something that really fascinates me again, just with our world and our society, just the whole monetary system that we're using and how, why is it that for some people it's so easy to make money and for others it's so hard or, or some people work so hard but make so little money and the whole like work smart, not hard saying as well. I would say it's definitely something that had started to really pique my interest and I just loved learning about how, you know, you can tweak your mindset to actually see changes in your life. How you view money, your relationship with money is never something that I really looked at before that point. I grew up thinking just, you know, money is strictly related and tied to the job you have and that's that's it. Like some jobs make more, some jobs make less and that it's, it's solely based on like the career you're in. Some people get more lucky, but there's so much more to that when you look into money mindset and the way you look at money and the way you view money makes a huge difference and impact on the amount of money you experience in your life. Why is it that a lot of people make a lot of money, but it comes in and goes out? Like it doesn't actually stay in your account, you know? And a lot of that entails looking at the programming from when you were younger. What were you exposed to? Even certain sayings, like for example, when I was younger, something I would hear a lot is money doesn't grow on trees. And so that's what I started believing, of course. <laughs> and I will debate that money actually does grow on trees because money is paid Paper. paper is made of wood and wood comes from trees 
So I will debate that saying. But anyways, no, yeah, it does um, come to looking at what is it that you believe, you know, and a lot of it comes from our earlier years in life. And if we believe that money is not abundant, that we can't have a lot of money or there, there's a cap on the amount of money we have, or this saying you probably heard before, but money is the root of all evil, which is so not true. Money, the way I see it and the way I've heard it being portrayed is money just expands more of who you are. So if you're already a rude person, money is just going to amplify that. If you're already a generous person, money is just going to amplify that. But again, what were you exposed to in your earlier years? What beliefs have you taken on? And is there some shifting around with your beliefs that you should be doing to see the results that you want in your life? So anyways, all that to say, I started doing a lot of money mindset work. I also joined a money mindset mastermind that was like super focused on this type of information. And I do truly believe that is what was Something that was a huge contributor to me being able to shift my mindset and just the way I view money now. It was the Yes Supply Manifest Money for Good Mastermind. So good, highly recommend it. The creator of the program, Reese from Yes Supply. So I had taken her NLP course prior to and she is someone who brings in a lot uh, and again a lot is very subjective. This is something that we talk a lot about in the mastermind to maybe not put money so much on a pedestal and say you know, making six figures a month is a lot of money because if you consistently see it as that, you're never gonna get there. But I guess in terms of society standards, she makes a lot more than the average person, you could say. And so being surrounded and, and learning from people who do make a lot more money than you can really open your eyes as to, there is a shift in the mindset of people who have a lot of wealth. And also with my time and just learning more about money mindset, I also at some point ended up asking for a raise. I think that through doing this work, I recognized, okay, I deserve to be paid more for the work that I'm doing. So yeah, it led me to asking for a raise at, at some point within those years, but it still wasn't enough to move. Like it, it would have put me in the red every month. So, so yeah, I was still trying to figure it out, but doing my money mindset work. The fourth thing I did was I started, this was part of the mastermind, but visualizing and scripting pretty much twice a day, I would say every morning and every night. I really feel like I should get back in that routine because that is truly when I saw the most results in my life. But it does take a bit of discipline to get into, but once you, and this is the amazing thing with masterminds is you're held accountable. So yeah, pretty much I would say every morning and every night, I would visualize what it would feel like to be in my dream apartment. I would script about it. So writing what it would feel like to be in this beautiful apartment, downtown Toronto. And sometimes I would go into the details of of, again, what I would have in my apartment, my floor to ceiling windows, etc. And this is where things started happening or things happened quite quickly. Nothing was happening for years and years and years. And this is where things like shifted again rather quickly, which I'll get into actually on the sixth points. But the fifth thing I did was I put myself in the energy. And actually, I kind of talked about this at the beginning, but I would look at uh, listings for rent. I put myself in that energy of what if I was seriously looking? What if I had the budget to do it? you know, what would I be doing? I'd be looking at apartments. So I put myself in that energy and I, it was fun for me to like look at different apartments. I didn't let the price get to me too much because sometimes, yes, it can be discouraging when you look at something that you want and you're like, well, I can't afford it. So I really just kind of tried to put price aside a little bit and just look at truly the different apartments. And if I had that money, what would I be looking at? Another thing I did to get in the energy was, again, like I said, I really liked coming downtown and I really just liked the vibe and just being in a bigger city so i would sometimes come here just to i don't know shop go to restaurants go for walks 
literally just being in the energy. Now, luckily I didn't live too far. It was like one hour to an hour and a half, but it was still not somewhere I would pass by on the daily or anything like that. So it was a little bit out of my way, but I truly did enjoy doing that and really just embrace like what it would feel like to live here. Where would I be walking? Like I'm, I've always been a huge walker. I just love to walk. I would go on my walks pretty much every day when I lived in my previous apartment. So when I was here, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like where would I walk? And yeah, just really picture and actually experience what would it feel like to live here, even though I did not have an apartment here. Another thing that you could do with this aspect as well, if you want to put yourself in the experience, but maybe you live further away or whatever it is, um, rent out an Airbnb. Bonus points if the Airbnb itself is similar to what you want to experience. I remember, I think it was actually like, a year, yeah, it was to a T, a year before I moved here. Again, I was telling you guys, the company I work for is out of country. So my boss came to Toronto so that we could work in person for a little bit. And we rented an Airbnb that was it's literally like five minutes from this apartment. So yeah, at that time I was again, able to really see what it would feel like to live in this area. Okay, and the sixth thing that happened I was going to say that I did, but no, this, this kind of happened, but I do really believe that this was just a byproduct of everything that I had been doing before, is I went to my accountant, I think it was like the year end for my business, editing me coming in here. Just to clarify, when I say my business, I'm just referring to the way I got paid through my job. I was a contractor, not an employee, which meant I had to file my own taxes under my own business entity and i hadn't for some reason like i said i had asked for a raise like months before i didn't know exactly how much i had to pay in taxes per month so when you have your own business you report your own taxes so you kind of have to put money aside if you don't want to face a big bill that you might not have the money for you know so i was always putting money aside every month for taxes but i never checked like exactly what amount i should be putting aside because it gets kind of complicated when you have write-offs and uh, my accountant what we do with my business is i get paid like i pay myself part salary part dividends so it kind of gets a little bit confusing with the tax rate tax rates on everything and everything that i write off so i just told myself i'm just going to put an amount aside and at least i'll have something at the end of the year to put towards that even if it's a little more or a little bit less i knew i was or figured I would roughly in the right range. And I went to my, so yeah, I went to my accountant and he basically, I asked, I'm like, hey, by the way, I know in like a little bit, I'm gonna have to pay my year in taxes. What range am I looking for and moving forward to now that we know because I had been making a bit more money that year. Moving forward, I would know like how much to put aside as well. So I just decided to ask him then so that I would know I could prepare. And the amount that he told me, I was basically putting aside like $1,000 additionally over that amount that I was supposed to put aside that he told me or that was due that I had to pay every month. Also, just to clarify, because I feel like I did not make that clear, it was $1,000 every month that I was putting aside that I didn't have to. So it was basically like an additional, let's say $12,000 a year that I was able to put back into my budget. So $1,000 extra a month that I was able to put back in my budget for whatever I wanted. So you can imagine I double checked this with him like 15 times. I'm like, are you sure that I only need to pay this amount? In my head, it didn't make sense, but then he broke it down to me and it makes sense. And that's what I've been doing for the past few years. And it does make sense. But back then it just, 
I it didn't make sense in my head. But yeah, I was putting away roughly a thousand dollars more a month for taxes that I didn't need to be putting aside for that. So obviously I could put that money back into my budget for whatever personal expenses I wanted. And this is also at the time when rent prices started coming down because of COVID, like people were moving out of the city. So luckily, like I would say the apartment I'm in now, if I was to move to a similar one, it'd probably be roughly like $500 more per month, somewhere around that. Okay, maybe three or four, probably anywhere between that a couple hundred more. So I definitely got lucky there. It was kind of a right place, right time kind of thing. And then also with the news from my accountant, I'm like, wow, I can definitely do this. And at first I, I looked at it as well, like the money was always there to begin with. And some of you may say that as well, like, well, so the money was always there. And that is my point. This is the important lesson when it comes to manifestation. Take note that yes, this money was always there, but for months, I was oblivious to it. I was putting it aside thinking it wasn't mine. And a fun little stat is that our mind, our brain only picks up 126 bits of information out of two plus million bits of information that is happening around us. Think about that ratio for a second. That is a massive ratio. Our brain only picks up a sliver of what is actually going on around us. Now, I've talked about this in some of my TikTok videos, but essentially our manifestations, when we think we're bringing something new into our life, yes, it appears that way, but likely that thing that you wanted, that person you wanted, whatever it is, was always there. It's just we weren't perceiving of it. Think about, you know, that 126 bits. Think of the two plus million, how much we're missing out. And what dictates the 126 bits that our brain selects to pay attention to and to acknowledge, aka our life and our experience is primarily based on our belief system. So if your belief system says, I, let's just take money for example, I can't make more than X amount of money. Any opportunities that are present to you that are actually there in your environment, you likely won't perceive of them because your brain's not tuned into that. Your brain's saying, no, I can only make this. So any opportunities that come through, you're likely not going to perceive of them. And I know if this is the first time you hear this, you might be like, what? But a really good, like real life example that you've probably experienced before that you can probably relate to. And I have experienced this so much lately. It's kind of wild is when you get a new car or even when you start looking at a new car, don't you start noticing that car everywhere and you're like wow like ever since i got this new car ever since i started looking at this car being interested in this car i see it everywhere is it that all these new cars started popping up no they were always there it's just your brain wasn't tuned into perceiving those cars i know this is something that all that has happened to a lot of people and is a very common example so hopefully you can relate on that one but you can you can use this for a lot of different things in your life but that's a really great example and what i was talking about recently is i, I didn't get a new car but on my car, my dad made a couple different modifications to it. Like we relocated the license plate. I wanted to have the bumper like free of the license plate. So we just moved it to the side and we changed a couple of other things on the car. But lately I keep seeing my car <laughs> and even today I actually saw one pass by with the license plate on the side. And that's not very common here. Like, I mean, you see it from time to time, but especially that I've been seeing my car with that modification, like I can tell you for an absolute fact that I had never seen that before, ever. 
until I did it to mine. What I mean is I had seen side license plates before, of course, that's where I got the inspiration from, but I mean on my exact car, I had not seen it. So again, it's just about where our brain is tuned into. We're gonna notice those things in our life. And so yes, the money was always there, quote unquote, but I was just not tuned into it until I guess my brain hit a certain point where it was tuned into officially moving here. After all the visualizations, all of the scripting, putting myself in the energy, doing the mindset work, it was finally tuned into the version of me that was living here, whereas before it wasn't. And that's the lesson that I want you to take away from this video is what it is that you want is likely already in your reality. It's likely not that far. It's likely that you're just not perceiving of it. And I know sometimes that it doesn't make sense. And I know even for me, I'll tell myself that and then I'll be like, it doesn't make any sense for uh, like other things that I'm wanting to manifest. It feels like it's taking so long, but it's likely that you're just not 100% tuned in to that version of you that already has it. And I do truly believe in divine timing as well. I think divine timing does play a part in a lot of things that happen in life. You know, the saying everything happens for a reason. I do think that there's some truth to that as well and I try to remind myself of that when maybe things are not going the way I wish they were going. But yeah, I think that's gonna wrap up today's video. That is the story and detail of how I manifested this apartment. I hope if anything it is has inspired you that aligning yourself like mentally with your mindset on what it is that you want can make a big difference in your life and perhaps some of the techniques that I used to manifest this place if you resonate with them or they feel aligned with you that you can utilize them as well but yeah I think that's gonna be it for this video thank you so much for watching I hope you enjoyed it again if you aren't following me on TikTok I will have the link down below I also make these episodes into podcasts so I'll have that linked down below as well I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll see you in my next one. Bye.